The following is a presentation of the Six Arrows Radio Network. It's the final Hamvention follow-up with a brand new ham going to Hamvention for the very first time and more coming up. MTCRadio.com presents Ham Radio 360, the podcast. Brought to you by Ellacraft. Now, here's your host, Kel Nelson, K4CDN. Welcome in. Hey, good to see you. Thank you for stopping back by. This is the Ham Radio 360 podcast. I am your host, executive producer here of all things Ham Radio 360. My name's Kale. I'm from deep down south in South Carolina. Thank you again for stopping by. If this is your first time, maybe you're a brand new listener. We just met you a couple of weeks back at Hamvention. Thank you for giving us a chance. Hope that you find this show entertaining and educational. we got a really large back catalog, I guess you'd say, of different shows that cover all different topics, and we're still building upon those with this one, our episode number 79. Yeah, it was supposed to be a joke. It wasn't supposed to last this long. We weren't supposed to have any listeners. We were supposed to be completely irrelevant. And here we are, almost three and a half years later, loving what we're doing. Thank you very much for the opportunity to be here with you. Now, if you've been here before, you know that we've been talking a lot about Hamvention. It was a really big deal this year because they moved it from the Hara Arena to the fairgrounds there in Xenia. And it was a pretty good transition. I have to say, it was a little scary going in, but I think all in all, it was a success. I want to bring a buddy of mine in here in just a moment. His name is Chris. Chris and I have been friends since about 1992, 1993. And Chris tagged along with me. Actually, he was my co-pilot as we drove up to Xenia and back for Hamvention. So we'll talk to him in a couple of minutes, get his feel for the show, if you will. And I've got a couple of things I want to follow up with as well. Hey, uh, when I had some time to hang out, which was outside of the booth, not a whole lot up at Hamvention, I spent a lot of time hanging out with my friends from Maine Trading Company down in Paris, Texas. On the way over there, I got to meet Ray Novak from ICOM, and it was great to catch up with Ray. It was really cool to hear about their new hams in Japan a giveaway that you can sign up for. We'll have a link there in the show notes. Listen, if you're into amateur radio, if you're into ICOM gear and you're needing something, maybe you didn't make the trip to Hamvention. Maybe there's not a good ham fest around you locally. Let me encourage you just to visit my friends, Richard and Christine Lenore. You can find them at mtcradio.com. Some of the finest people on the planet. I'm not just saying that because they're sponsors of my show. They are dear friends of mine who I will trust them to take care of my listeners. Okay. If you need something, Give them a shot. MTCRadio.com. They've got everything from the top to the bottom from ICOM, and they can get you the best deals online. But call them. Let them know you heard about them here on Ham Radio 360, and let Richard do his magic. All right, so on this episode of Ham Radio 360 Podcast, we have on one of my dear friends, and I've talked about him numerous times here on the show. Chris Purdy joined me and Jeremy and George and John 1 and 2. All of us were hanging out in Hamvention. Chris is a brand new ham, and uh, I think we might have scared him a little bit on the first day, maybe the some the second day. But nonetheless, he was a great help and just a lot of fun to hang out with Chris again. So Chris... 
I want to welcome you to the Ham Radio 360 podcast as, uh, as we're here over a week now being home and, and kind of recovering. How you been? I'm doing great, Kale. Thanks for having cool. me. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm I'm still honestly, dude. I'm 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 almost caught up with my sleep. I mean, you were there. You now you slept through a lot of the stuff at nighttime. Of course, that's when people should sleep. But but you can attest that there were some long nights in this post production, this world we were trying to create for our listeners who weren't there. That's true, and uh, I feel bad that I did sleep through some of that. And I know you guys <laughs> worked really hard at it, and I. I'm very sure that the listeners appreciate it all that you put into it. Well, yeah, I know they do. And that's why we do it. Uh, so many people can't come, but man, did we have a load of people that were there and came by the, came by the booth. Now, when we got there Thursday, we did have a mess with the, with the booth in the tent that we had been assigned and we'll just save the drama for your mama and we'll talk about it at a later time. But we, we had a, a conversation with Joe from air spy. We got inside sharing a booth with Joe and then we got to work and throwing the booth up, you know, that's typical kind of what you kind of expect for, for a, um, an event like that. But, but after a few minutes, we kind of walked around and looked around a little bit when we first got there and, and, and got the booth set up and then kind of wandered around peeking in people's booths. I mean, what did you think? What was your first impression of all this stuff you saw laying around? Uh, my first impression was you got to be kidding <laughs> because <laughs> all these, uh, uh, my perception was not as uh, technology or techno tech. How do you say it? technologically (laughs) yes thank you uh (laughs) advanced as i thought it was going to be uh for a lot of this stuff Uh, some old school stuff but a lot of uh uh, almost in my mind you know you know futuristic (laughs) well yeah i mean a lot of it is a lot of it's cutting edge and just wow And, and of course we didn't even see all of it because they were still in the process of setting it at that time but uh, I mean, like the tower, the big, huge 120-foot crank-up tower laying there in the middle of the floor. That was pretty sick. That was awesome. And if we could have taken it home, we probably would have, I'm sure. Yeah, it would have not fit on the, the mother-in-law's roof of her Equinox, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so we were kind of kicking tires and walking around and just kind of getting a feel for the show, the grounds of the show. You said you saw a lot of stuff that kind of freaked you out. You know, we were seeing people we knew, which I know that you didn't know who those people were. And uh, that was probably kind of weird a little bit, but you you were you were taking it all in stride, man, and and it was a great help getting the getting the booth established and whatnot. Uh, on that first day, the what was the what was the biggest impression made on you on that Thursday when we arrived there in Xenia? Well, I think just the the grand scale of everything was pretty impressive to me. I had no idea it was going to be that big of a convention. And uh, that that many people would end up coming, and I, I knew you guys, and remembered you guys told me everything that that it would be, um, but I just wasn't uh, really mentally prepared for it. it. wasn't like it was extremely overwhelming, but it just uh, put an extra kick in my step and got me a little bit more excited than I thought I would get. And um, also just the camaraderie of uh, Jeremy and George and John one and John two. Uh, yourself also just um it just seemed like everybody welcomed me in and um i was real excited about that cool well you know that's that's one of the great things about the hobby now there are a lot of people that will tell you 
not everybody's like that. And, uh, but that's not just ham radio. That's life in general. I mean, you go to your kid's softball team and go to a game and you, you can meet some jerks there and, and we got them in ham radio, but you're right. Uh, so I met John one last year for the very first time. John two was a brand new guy. really cool to get to hang out with him. And, um, it is. It's just like a great big family. You just kind of come in and, and everybody's like, Hey, it's been 364 days since I've seen you, but man, it's, it's great to be here with you. Yeah. And um, I did, I did run into some of the grumpies when I was handing out your, uh, the flyers for the, uh, ham radio 360 podcasts. And, uh, uh, some of them kind of shocked me, but for the most part, everybody's real accepting and, and took a flyer and asked questions about it. And I was able to kind of feed them what information I could. And if I didn't have the answer, I could always turn to you guys and beg for mercy. <laughs> <laughs> now we got set up and, and we were, you know, we've been driving almost eight or so hours and we decided to go back to the room and get a shower because it was hot and uh surprisingly if you've never been there folks it's humid in ohio and um we we got to the hotel took a shower and got ready to go went to supper that night just kind of hanging out with the guys and whatnot uh but but friday morning came very bright and early and uh jeremy and i both were concerned about traffic and it was a problem on friday for a lot of people except us because we were the second dude in line to get in the, uh, get in the gate at the vendors parking, which was phenomenal actually. Uh, but it was a, it was a very early morning. Uh, when you got there and, and things started rolling, Chris, uh, you had already been kind of, uh, overwhelmed on Thursday, just looking around, but, but when they opened the gates and people came in, um, I looked over there and, and you were handing these flyers out as quick as I need to take you to the hair shows for Carla's book too. I mean, you had, you handed out 500 flower flyers in a matter of like 45 minutes. We've never accomplished that before. Well, I think um, it, and it, was, I, it was probably I don't know how you did it. I'm uh, sorry to talk over you, but it's probably cause I ate five donuts and 20 cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't going to bring that up, but since uh, you did, you know, <laughs> Well, for any vendors for next year, they had free coffee, free donuts, and I definitely suggest you partake. They had some good stuff in there. Oh, it was beautiful, like homemade stuff. It wasn't like grocery store donuts. No, it was good. It was good stuff. Yeah. I was excited for the next morning. Yeah, yeah. So when when you're there, you've got all these flyers, you got a job, you've got something to do, and you took that upon yourself, thank you, by the way, and, and just killing it. And, and I noticed as the flyer flyers are running, running down, you seem to be kind of running down too. And it was almost like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were almost kind of overwhelmed to this point. Like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Is that a pretty fair assumption? Well, I think so. Uh, especially when people start asking me more, more of the technical questions about the workbench show that I couldn't answer. And then I had other people just walking by and I was missing them, not able to get flyers to them which I guess really wasn't that big of a deal, but in my mind I was failing the mission for those yeah, for a short period of time. But um, yeah, it's just a, it, you know, when you're in the moment and you're, you're just doing something and you want to get it out to many people and then you have people rejecting it and some people accepting it, you have a kind of a emotional up and down, you know, somebody just rejected me. Oh, somebody accepted <laughs> me. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, but after that, you know, things kind of smoothed out. I walked around some on my own a few times and uh, just got to look at all the, the just crazy stuff that, I, I like I said before, I didn't think would uh, really existed um, and uh, just had a lot of fun. I, I loved coming back to the booth and watching you guys just talk to people and um, the, the 
people that really wanted to meet you three. Uh, it was really impressive to watch that, how uh, so many people were influenced by uh, the podcast you do and the information. And, of course, it's the personalities as well. Yeah, we, we've got a great team, and it, it's really cool how we've kind of come together and, and formed this thing out and, and worked out the, the kinks and the bugs and, and found our place. And, and I tell you, man, I had to listen to George tell people about the dummy load, the smart dummy load, the, uh, the power, uh, disconnect board and all these things that we had there at the, at the, uh, at the booth to sell. And I was, I was kind of overwhelmed myself. I'm thinking I've got to remember what he just said. So when someone asked me, I can tell them because of course I had just been <laughs> introduced to those things yeah. on Thursday, you know, the first time I'd ever met, met acquaintance with them. So it was, it was kind of a shocker to me too. Right. And, and I'm not the technical guy, you know, I'm the conversational guy. Yep. But uh, I did I did see you sneak off a few times, and it was really cool. It was really encouraging to know that you were going out there and seeing this stuff. Because if you've never been to Hamvention, and see, that's where I was last year, except I could not leave the booth. Uh, except I had to get there real early in the morning and kind of pick up, you know, and look underneath people's stuff to kind of see what was going on. But it is so overwhelming. If you've never been, and of course it's too late now because it happened a few weeks ago, but... If you have the opportunity to make plans to attend an event like this, I mean, you just have to take the biggest ham, the, the biggest ham fest you've ever been to and multiply it by a factor of infinity. And that pretty much winds you up with invention. It's just so big. It's so much. Uh, I didn't, I was there for four days. I, I, I might not have gone into building three. I can't remember, but I missed a bunch. I didn't even past Richard and Christine's trailer from MTC. I didn't even look at anything out in the, out in the outfield. So there was just loads and loads of stuff to see and do technology. Like you said, from the very old school stuff, the most simple things, you know, to a guy there selling tubes, right. All the way to this, this crazy software defined radio that costs more than your house kind of a deal and everything in between. And it's all there for you to lay your hands on the touch, to ask questions about, to get to know these people. And in the midst of every bit of that, you've got people who are there maybe for the first time, maybe for the 52nd time. Uh, it's just, it's insane, man. And, and, you know, there's just, you see people you haven't ever, like in my case, you haven't seen in a year. Uh, there's a lot of people you've never seen, <laughs> but, but it's there. And, uh, just quite honestly, do you think you would go back if you had the opportunity next year, year after next, something like that? Oh, 100%. Yeah, just had such a blast. Like I said, just cool. hanging out with the guys, uh, meeting a few new people. Um, I really enjoyed meeting the um, MTC crew. Uh, got to talk to them a little bit and uh, just stood back and watched them deal with uh, potential customers and watch it morph into actual customers. Um, how they just won them over with their kindness and uh, willingness to talk them through things and discuss uh, what, you know whatever kind of question they had. Uh, also, I was pretty impressed with a booth. Um, I don't know if you went into it. It was these keeping satellites in space. Uh, I, I don't remember the actual title, but it was a whole area. It had to have been ten booths in a whole end of a hall. Oh, was it AMSAT? I'm sorry. Was it AMSAT right on the outside of where we were? Uh, all the way down at the other end, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was, was the Amset guys. Yeah, so I went through yeah, there, and awesome they, had, they had on display their mini satellites that they build uh, that have little mini solar panels. They're probably one foot square, and they launch a whole bunch of these in space. And 
uh, able to use that with ham radio and other kind of research and signals. And uh, I was really impressed with that. I spent a, probably a good 30 minutes over there talking to one of the guys. Cool. And um, a lot of it just went over my head. Uh, <laughs> so also another thing that impressed me, which we talked about on our ride home, was um, some of the wives that were there uh, with with uh, their husbands as they walked around. The wives just patiently kind of went with them. <laughs> Uh, some looked like they were being drugged, but others were just there to support uh, their husband's uh, hobby, and and you know they looked you know nice and content. And I talked to one of them, and uh, she said, you know, it's better than having a Corvette. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably it, a little bit cheaper too. Yeah, that's exactly I think what she meant. So it was fun talking to her, and um, hopefully everybody just had a great time. Yeah, it was a good time. It was hot at times and rainy at others. Yeah, now hot had is, some, is a perception yeah. that you guys really just don't understand because I felt comfortable pretty much the whole time, and I was cold that last morning. So, yeah, I don't think I broke a sweat. But anyway, Florida boy talking. Yeah, here. well, Chris is a Florida boy, so that makes <laughs> that makes where that that uh, that's how all that happens, right? It's that's right. Uh, Kale's a South Carolinian, and he's plenty hot. So. Yeah, and I think Jeremy went, went over temped a few times as well. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch him. You got to yes. watch him. But we uh, we learned a lot last year being in a booth and and having interaction with people, knowing that we wanted as much space as we could get. So we had purchased two booths out in the tent. Of course, we wound up with with one booth with our friends from Airspy.us, which was awesome. And Joe came in big. We're going to be having Joe on a show coming up too. By the way, uh, Joe's doing some advertising with us here. So. Uh, that was a really cool time because I meant to and wanted to buy one of those Air Spies last year, the Mini at Hamvention. I didn't have the opportunity and the money to buy it, honestly, so I didn't. So I, I've kind of been bummed out for a year. We get there, he's got them in stock, and uh, I was able to get one this year and bring it home. Really excited. I want to use it, so you know we'll see what happens. But spending time with him and Tony in the booth, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, you, you don't, sometimes you talk to people across the way, sometimes you don't. We were really so busy. Uh, we talked to Joe and Tony, but past that, I, I don't remember talking to many people um, outside of people who were coming to see us unless I ventured and specifically went to speak to someone. So uh, it was a great time, and, and, man, it was so cool to have you up there and the, the trip up there and back. I mean, Chris and I, guys, we've been friends since like 1992, 1993, and uh, we have seen and done some things together, but we have not been able to go and do anything like this since I guess we've grown up, you know, had kids and, and got yep. families. So That's it right. was a really cool trip, man. And being a new ham, Chris, do you think that the trip was like if you hadn't gone and been a part of the, the booth for the show, do you think that a new ham would get as much out of hamvention as somebody who's been going for four or five, 10, 12 years? Uh, well, I think what they would mostly get, kind of what I did, was the uh, sense of zeal uh, and excitement and the possibilities that, hey, uh, this is just exploding again, especially, like I said, with the technology and the, the possibilities and, you know, the whole digital age. Um, you know, the, there's no end to what you can do, how you can communicate, what you can connect to. Um, just like the uh, the gentleman Travis uh, that was interviewed by uh, Jeremy on the workbench, uh, he was just going through all these just crazy scenarios and hookups and 
the mini repeaters that you can put that are solar powered and it just goes on and on and on and of course then you have the whole satellite and space station bouncing off of that stuff and the repeaters up there and uh, and then your local community of ham operators that's real exciting for me Um, not just in the uh, hobby part of it but actually the uh, emergency services part of it as well yeah yeah i want to talk about that in just a minute we're going to take a break we'll be right back with uh, chris purdy my buddy has call us kilo november four bravo delta quebec i can tell you that i'm not sure if he can but we'll be back in just a moment here on ham radio 360 podcast got a funny story for you from Hamvention. I was walking through the venue and a gentleman approached me and he says, excuse me, I need some help over here. Do you work here at the fairgrounds? And I said, no, sir, I'm just a podcaster. And he turned around and I noticed his name tag. It was Wayne from Ellacraft. That was quite humorous, but I got to tell you, it got even more funny as I had the opportunity to hang out with Eric for a little while. And I also got to meet Margaret from the office there. And it was just so cool to see their booth slam full of people. You know, we had people taking advantage of free shipping. Uh, they had a, they had some really cool hamvention deals. A friend of mine from Hawaii, he got to buy one of their new amplifiers, and he's getting it shipped all the way to Hawaii for free and tax-free as well. So, listen, they've got deals every month on Ellacraft gear. If you're looking for something to put in your shack, maybe put in your bag and take with you to the mountains or to the beach, you know, it's time to get out there and get on the air. And, and who knows, you know, field day is not too far away. If you're looking for something like that, let me point you to my friends at Ellacraft.com. It's Hands-On Ham Radio, and you can find it at Ellacraft.com. And we're back on Ham Radio 360 Podcast, hanging out with my buddy Chris, Kilo November 4, Bravo Delta, Quebec. Chris, a brand new ham. I mean, he's been licensed since around Christmas time, I guess. And uh, really excited. He's, he's, got some, he's got some radios. He's got some gear. He's got a desire to be on the air. Chris, you kind of got into ham radio kind of like me. Uh, the emergency communications thing is kind of, uh, of what got you here. But you spent a weekend in Xenia, Ohio at the Dayton Ham Fest, and you saw that ham radio was just so much more than just talking to me or talking to locals here during a bad storm or something. Man, this, this hobby is insanely cr- crazy big, isn't it? It's crazy big. It's really exciting. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's into ham radio or into other types of radio as well. Communications or listening to um, uh, uh, scanners. That's what I was looking for. I'm sorry. Yeah, shortwave scanners. <laughs> John, too, was going to buy a scanner. Yes. I didn't buy a scanner. So yep. so when you, when you got up there, you saw the... Um, you saw the AMSAT people with the satellites. You saw the, uh, the the guy with the portable mask that were really crazy cool. You saw other podcasters, and and I think that you really had a. I think that you you you're like us, man. You were kind of just totally stoked to uh, to meet uh, four four Z one UG. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he showed up, and I immediately knew him uh, just by uh, he's wearing his uh, yarmulke there, and um, I was real excited about that. Um, he was like a rock star, even though I only heard him once on your podcast. <laughs> he, Eric is such a nice guy. And you know the coolest thing about it? He wasn't taller than me. Because everybody's taller true. than me, and Eric and I could look eye to eye. It was like we're the same height. He has more hair than me. He actually does, that. yes. And uh, I had so many questions I wanted to ask him. Um, 
just about operating in Israel and uh, potentially like the Middle East whole region. Uh, but he just got flooded by person after person that just wanted to talk <laughs> to him, shake his hand. And uh, what was really neat, he was handing out these little, um, look like postcards, has his yeah, information. Yeah, QSL on. card. Okay. And uh, yeah, I got one and uh, he was handing them out to a few people and I was like drooling. I was like, please give me one. Please give me one. And he gave me <laughs> one. And then he, uh, you know, interviewed me uh, just for a few minutes. Like he was interviewing a lot of people, just asking a few questions, your call sign, when you got your license. And, uh, I can't remember what else, like where you're from or whatever, but um, it was just really neat. I just wanted to talk to him more, but unfortunately wasn't able to. Yeah, Eric is a really – guys, I'm telling you, that's that's a cool thing about this, uh, this this whole podcasting thing. You know, we're just real people just like everybody else, and, and Chris can, can vouch for that for sure. But Eric, just a really nice down-to-earth guy. We uh, Jason from uh, Ham Radio 2.0 came by and <laughs> – I showed him my face made for radio on the video. That was pretty funny. And um, <laughs> I got to go see the people. I got to crash a live broadcast on the Linux and Hamshack podcast. It's hilarious. If you haven't heard it yet, we'll link it in the show notes. I just wanted to go over and see them. Last year, we were in the same building. And every time I would go to see Cheryl, she was never there. And Russ was sick, and we, you know, we were talking, catching up with Russ. But Cheryl was in the booth, and every time I'd go, she was never in the booth. So this year, I was going to make a point to see Cheryl, and I had seen Russ tweet or nerd one of the two, Russ or nerd one of them tweeted that Cheryl had just passed her technician exam. So I was all excited. I got to go over and see Cheryl, and so I walk over to say hello. It's Saturday afternoon. I am beat down. I am over. I'm ready just to drive to Spartanburg and and you know lay down in my own bed, and they're live recording a program right there. And like, come on, man, get in here, talk to us. And it's hilarious. I didn't even, I had no intention in doing that, but that was cool to get to connect with some other podcasters and content creators. Uh, we saw Bob Howell. We saw uh, Gordo. Uh, Chris, you got to meet Bob as we, right there as we arrived when we came into the, to the grounds. Yes, I did. And, um, that was, yeah, I me- just stood there and, and stood back and listened, tried <laughs> to pay attention. And he was going a hundred miles an hour. And apparently you knew what he was talking about. So I felt okay <laughs> with that. Okay. Yeah, so we we met a lot of different people, caught up with a bunch of different folks. Um, It was really neat to me. I I tell you, I got to give a shout out to my friends from Arden. Man, I tell you what, they didn't have to be as awesome as they were, but they were. And Randy took my nodes home with him that night and flashed them with the latest software for me. And, And Randy, thank you so much. And all of the Arden folks had a great booth. They were doing mini classes inside their booth. So they were teaching you about Arden you know, over a 30 minute time period with a screen and an instructor. It was really cool. I thought that was a great idea and good for them to to continue to spread their work on the uh, amateur radio emergency data network. So I've got some nodes now that we can use here in Spartanburg. Uh, I just, man, I'm just tickled, man. I got to see Katie. I've never, never met Katie before. And I didn't see Neil. I missed Neil. I met Don Wilbanks. That was really cool. Um, but I'm going to forget somebody and offend them. And if I do, I'm so sorry. Don Gover came by like four times on the fifth time. I finally got to talk to him and, um, man, we just had some, some of the most generous people you'll ever meet. Dave Rigdon was there. How cool was it that Dave Rigdon? And, and I know you'll remember Dave. He's the guy who let us borrow his, um, antenna analyzer that he had built and had it in the case and he took pictures of the thing and then went to like a, a office depot and had laminated so people could see what this project looked like finished 
How awesome was that? That was pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. And I did, none of us thought about doing that for the for the people there, but Dave's like, I'll take care of this. <laughs> it's just, I'm telling you, man, there's so many good people in this audience. It really makes it worthwhile. You got to meet a lot of them. I mean, Freddie upgraded to an extra while he was there. I, I mean, it was just, congratulations, bro, by the way. I, it was just so much cool stuff happening. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've done like five shows now on Hamvention, but there's just so much going on and it's, there's so many positives that are happening there. It's really, I mean, it's a week later and I'm still excited about it and I, 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 I kind of miss it, you know, and yeah. I can't wait to go back next year. That'll be fun. Um, I would like to break in and talk about, um, just the, uh, the Arden booth, like you were explaining or describing. Yeah. They, um, their booth was impressive. It, it was a small area that they had chairs set up in. Um, a few times I went over there and tried catching portions of their class. Um, and I was just, uh, going back and forth, uh, just watching what they're doing on the screens and the way they, you can connect so many different, uh, devices to the nodes and use them from weather stations to remote control cameras. So you can have them up there and, uh, it's just amazing. And, and the, the meshing and networking that's that's available out there if you get enough people on board and enough groups um the the possibilities are endless with that yeah it's some it's some just crazy cool stuff and i don't know what the draw is it for me you know i just i'm not a network guy i'm i'm just not that guy that's got the head of a network it individual but man it's just some really cool tech that i'm just totally digging and um, I, I can't wait to get – I'm going to set mine up here on the farm, maybe put one on a tripod up here at the barn and shoot it down toward the house and, and just see what I can do to make it happen. So I'm, I'm looking forward I'm to excited. setting some up here uh, and trying to get some people to start communicating through them in our yeah. area and eventually uh, throughout our county. Yeah, we that's uh, one of the needs that I know that we have in the Definitely. EOC and around the city. So yeah, we just need to build that out. And you know, it, it's the, the thing about it is, is those people in the art and booth, just like the people in the AMSAT booth. And I got to see Andrew Glassbrenner, Hey bro, uh, a couple of times. And, uh, we've had him on before about AMSAT and, um, you know, just those people put their, their time into this thing. They're, it's not, they're not making a living. You know, it's not like they're getting paid for this thing. They're doing this for the love of that part of the hobby and um you know it's one of the things that really i always bring back from an event especially with amateur radio is how much people give back into the hobby um of course there are people who don't but again that's like anything but they're just there's tons of people out there who are doing their best to keep this thing going in the midst of uh what some people would think is a downturn and and i see it going up yeah yeah uh, it seemed like there's uh, quite a few of the younger generations uh, scouring about, there's still some of the uh, the older generation, you know, majority I believe that was there at uh, the show. But uh, I, I did see a lot of younger, uh, uh, you know, mid twenties, early twenties, uh, all the way up to our range, which I won't mention. But um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of exciting to know. Okay, this, this isn't just going the way of the dodo. It's there, there's more coming along behind them. I guess the goal is to get the word out to people like me that we're not really thinking about it initially and just keep talking to them and ask them about it and saying, hey, wouldn't you like to do this? Wouldn't you like to do that? And uh, eventually their interests will probably end up getting piqued and, and they'll find out that it's a real enjoyable hobby. 
So, Chris, if if somebody if somebody knows they've got a friend, maybe a nephew or a cousin, a dude they work with or something, uh, what would be the best way the best way to approach them to kind of share the hobby? If you know, maybe they're kind of geeky, they're kind of nerdy, they're in electronics. Maybe they had speakers in their car back in the day or something. <laughs> uh, what was the be- what is the best way in your mind that someone could approach that person with amateur radio? to help them maybe gain some interest in it? Well, first off, I know nothing about speakers and cars. But other <laughs> yeah. than that, um, I, you know, everybody's got a different personality. And so if you're wanting to talk to someone you know, then you're going to have to kind of know how to approach them according to their personality. So if they're into, for example, prepping, you know, you can use that to your advantage to bring – uh, the hobby into their uh, their site, or if they're into just technology, computers and stuff, you have the whole digital side of things, and uh, so on and so on. So, uh, you know, the hobby can go from one extreme spectrum to another, and just like people's personalities and their likes and dislikes, they go from one extreme spectrum to the other extreme. And I think <laughs> I think those puzzle pieces can always fit together. It's just you got to get people to see how they can use it and why they should use it or why they would want to use it for um, what they want to. Up in our area, we got a lot of open space, a lot of farms. So, you know, I'm trying to talk to my father about it say, hey, look, you know, we can communicate from farm to farm, you know, one spot to another, and we don't have to use cell phones. You know, we can just get on the radio and, and you know, talk just like we would on a uh, – a uh, uh, regular family broadcast radio or, or such, you know, or cell phone. So um, then, you know, if any kind of situation comes up to where, hey, uh, you know, I, I've heard somebody down the road's got a flat tire, you know, and I'm sitting here, I can pick up the radio and say, I'm on my way over there. So there's all sorts of different little avenues you can look at. It is a great means of communications. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, this is an old man's hobby. It is an old man's hobby. But I don't consider myself an old man. I'm I'm older than I used to be and probably look older than I feel some days. But even beyond that, it, there there are so many things to do in this thing. And I'm really excited to have you in the hobby. And, and folks, you need to know now, I, I maybe pressured Chris a little bit to get his license. Maybe a little. But he actually came to me <laughs> about, hey, man, tell me about this ham radio thing. So once he opened the door, I just kind of stepped in with both feet and said, here get started yeah here's a handy talkie you are a great mentor um or elmer excuse me and i appreciate it and um i did buy one thing at the show my only thing and i'm actually really overly excited about it which i probably shouldn't be and it's a 20 inch little i'm calling it a whip antenna from my bofang uh handheld radio so i'm holding it right now and and whipping around so if anybody wants to buy one you should because they're pretty cool yeah, that's the uh, is is it signal stuff? I'm going to get that wrong. It's, uh, it's John Jacobs from Coms to Go. They've got a coupon code, uh, and I know that uh, from one of our shows where we did an interview with them, uh, they've sold some the since then. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I think it's HR 360. We'll put it back okay. in the show notes because I think it's still active, and that will get you that antenna with your choice of termination point for whichever radio you're interested in. For I think it's twenty dollars with free shipping, and that helps support. The uh, 
which one is it? Uh, oh man, it just left me. It's one of the online ham radio testing study services and it's not going to come out. I am so sorry. I'll put it in the show notes and I'm just going to look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's okay. It's um, my show. It's that. okay. But make sure yeah. um, everybody, if you order one, get the one with the glow in the dark tip. Uh, is so, that the one you got? It is. But uh, so I, that way you don't poke your friend's eye out while you're uh, freaking out I didn't on the get radio. The glow in the dark. I didn't get the glow in the dark. Uh, that's because you're not me, apparently. That's right. <laughs> mine was, mine's royal blue and I'm okay with it. So, uh, Anyway, any any last thoughts, Chris, as we were kind of winding down up there at the show and we got the booth tore down. Of course, they cut the lights off on us. They were like forcing us out of the building. That was kind they of a, <laughs> that wasn't the that wasn't the best experience that we had. But I'm not going to just you know rehash it. Uh, they could have given us a little bit of time to get out of there. But um, that was cool. I mean, was as, as we were winding things down, what did you think? We went back on Sunday morning for a couple of minutes and just said, "Hey and bye." Um, um, any parting notes that you want to t- share with anybody? Well, after being there for a couple of days and then going back Sunday morning, I felt like I was supposed to be there this, you know, that day. And I felt like, Hey, um, I don't look like an outsider. Uh, I did not have 20 radios strapped to my vest, but, um, <laughs> maybe next year I'll have one just to look cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, looking back on it again, like I said, at the beginning, getting to know, um, some uh george and the the two johns and jeremy and um just hanging out with you guys uh getting that community going having just a great time um and then seeing the camaraderie with the listeners that come by the booth and some of the suppliers that you guys deal with uh it's just really encouraging real exciting and i wish we could go back next weekend yeah, me too. But you know, they had a tornado last week when we, after we had gone, so I, maybe we need to wait till the winter. Weather be snowing. Well, a whole, whole bunch oh. of uh, ham operators there. What, what, you know, better place to have a tornado, right? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, Bruce Jewett was there too, GQ. And, uh, man, he's a lot of fun. We've had him on the show before. You can go back and listen to the big DX shows. Uh, but, but Bruce is, man, he's a hoot. So, uh, it was it was a great time. It was such such a good opportunity to to hang out with friends from from all walks and all all different parts of the country and the world. We had we we had so many of our Canadian friends come hang out with us, John Francois and some other other friends. It was just a blast, man. Yeah. And and like I said, I'm going to forget people's names, and I'm I'm already sorry that I've already forgotten to say hey to somebody or whatever, but. Just know this, if you came by and spoke to us and shook our hand and said, thank you, we can't repay that because, man, that just makes you feel good. Knowing that what you're doing is impacting somebody with one of their favorite things they're into, ham radio. And it's it's very humbling. Chris, you saw it, man. You saw the people that came by there. And last I year I got home and I was trying to tell Carla about it. I said, you know, I just, it's almost hard to put to words. Uh, because you really are affecting people now as a potential podcaster. Cause Chris is, Chris is kind of getting into podcasting here. Uh, did it kind of change your outlook on podcasting? Yes. I came back with a renewed sense of excitement on that. I uh, spoke to my wife who's going to be my co-host and, um, yeah, she was really, uh, supportive and excited about it too. Uh, just, just watching you guys, the dedication and, and once you, flip the switch and you guys start going at it uh and talking back and forth is really impressive uh the professionalism and then uh afterwards the editing and uh you know you guys spent a lot of time on it i mean what was that one morning up till two or two thirty 
Yeah, and, it too. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was snoring away. I saw on logs like crazy over there <laughs> with a shirt over my eyes and my headphones on. But you guys are hard at it, and you got up the next morning bright and early before the sun was up, and I couldn't believe what I was doing, and I felt <laughs> tired, and you guys were ready to go. So it was pretty impressive. Well, it, it's it's something I'm telling you. I came home last year. I didn't know what words to use. Second year I'm home. Really, maybe I'm I'm just humbled. And you know, it's not like I'm trying to go out and take over the world and and be the the number one podcaster about ham radio and 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 gain accolades and make a living and all this stuff. Man, it's just I just enjoy connecting with people. I'm so thankful that I've got this opportunity, this platform to share with people and, and get connected with them. I met a lot of people who listen to other show as well, which is cool. The modern Christian men. And, um, you know, it was just, it was just a great opportunity to reconnect with the listeners. And, um, if you're, let me, let me say this, if you're out there doing something and you're creating something for someone else and somebody's listening, let's say you're a podcaster and somebody's listening and you know that they're listening don't worry about where your numbers are. Don't worry about uh, your sponsors or any of that. Just relax and enjoy the fact that you're doing something and someone appreciates it. Because we saw that this past week, and Chris was privy to it with us. And again, we were all, we just came back home, and we've talked, and we're still just blown away, humbled, and so grateful for the opportunity that every one of you have allowed us. So, Chris, thank you for going with us and for helping. You were a tremendous help. Um, even sitting over there in the passenger seat, man, that was just, you just held it down, That's bro. Right. And uh, <laughs> Eating combos and Red Bull, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was great to have somebody to keep me company in the, in the ride and, and not having to fly and, and be kind of hung up with an airplane and a rental car. There's freedom in your yeah. wheels. So, uh it was fun. I really, I, I'm thank thank Sunshine as well for for you getting to go and and hanging Definitely. out. And hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we're going to put you on the list for next year if you'll go back with awesome. us. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to actually uh, knowing what I'm talking about next year. Besides just repeating uh, dummy loads and smart dummy loads or yeah, that kind of stuff, <laughs> and um, actually meeting some of the people that um, you were excited to meet this time. So excellent. Excellent. Well, man, thank you so much. Totally stoked to have had you here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat with you again really soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Kale. You know, I want to tell you one of the cool things that happened at Hamvention. MTC Radio sold all the way out of their stock of the TH74D Handy Talkie from Kenwood. You know, the new Tribander, APRS, TNC, GPS, 220, 2 meters, 440, everything in the same box. What a beautiful rig. I finally got to kind of get my hands on one over the weekend. And wow, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how compact it was, but at the same time, how crisp the display was. If you want the top of the line Kenwood handheld with D-Star, APRS, GPS, all the buttons, including 220, make sure you check out mtcradio.com. And take a look at the new Kenwood THD 74 Alpha Handy Talkie today. 
Again, a big thank you to Chris for hanging out here with me. Actually, for going to Ohio with me and back. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. You probably could tell. Chris and I, like I said, we've been friends for so long. There's We really have to be careful when we're around each other because there's so much innuendo and old school, you know, frat jokes or whatever. It's sometimes hard just to have a conversation without some of that in it. So we hope you enjoyed that time together. It was a lot of fun. It's so cool to get to spend some time with them again because, I mean, we were so tight back in the day that we were together virtually all the time. So, Chris, thank you again for being here with us. Hope you guys enjoyed getting to know Chris. He's a new ham. He's excited about the hobby, and uh, it looks like he's going back with me next year. Now, before I close this thing out, I got a couple of things that I know I missed, and I'm not going to get them all here, but I, I have some stories to tell about Hamvention. One of the stories I wanted to tell you, Jeremy got there early Thursday morning. George was right on his heels, and I was about an hour away when they arrived. When they did get on the grounds, uh, just prior to that, that morning, there was a very severe thunderstorm came through the Xenia area. And it kind of made a mess, if you will, of the tent we were supposed to stay in. There was mud all over the place, and it was really dark inside the tents, which is another problem. But we didn't really know what to do. And the folks at Xenia and the, at the, the DARA group, they were trying to figure out ways to make things work out and, and be okay. One of the things that happened in that process was we stopped by the air spy booth and Joe was there. And what was really cool about that was I didn't get an air spy mini last year and I wanted one. So this year I'm like, I'm buying one. Well, Joe says, Hey man, do you guys, uh, do you guys have any sponsor openings on your show? Well, matter of fact, we did. We had one just come open and we had that conversation. It was a nice conversation. And I, and I assumed we would probably move forward with that after Hamvention. Well, you know, I have some really smart friends and it came up in conversation. Hey, we could do some sponsorship trading for half of this booth. Joe had a double booth. He only really needed about 1.1% or I'm sorry, 1.1 booths to fulfill his needs. So, we did some horse trading there, if you will, because there's a horse track on the field there. And uh, we moved in with our new friends, Joe and Tony from Air Spy. It was really cool. He didn't have to do that. And, uh, of course, it's always good when you can come on the show and recommend someone's products. If you go to, like, the RTLSDR dongle websites and whatnot, you will hear them talk a lot about the Air Spy products. There's a reason why. There's a reason why they're recommended across the board. They're the reason why people like George and Jeremy and Gerald use these things because they are a fantastic product. Now, I've gotten mine working. That means I'm ahead of where I was this time last year. Right? So if you're looking for some stuff that you, you kind of want to dip your toe into SDR, maybe you're wanting to pick up a scanner and you really don't want to spend 600 bucks. You know, the Air Spy Mini or the Air Spy, maybe the, uh, the add-on Spyverter, if you wanted to get in the HF, it's there. And you can find it on our new partner website at airspy.us. Let Joe know that you heard about him here on the website. He would be really tickled to get that information. He's a super nice guy. I got to tell you, he just like slid over. He made room for us. And it was so cool to be hanging out with him all weekend. He knows his stuff. He's got more than just that. So if you need some things to make your SDR work, give airspy.us a look. Uh, I'm, they're going to be a part of the show here now. I'm really excited about it. So stoked to have them on with us, and uh, I can't recommend their products enough. Now, that's not all I've got to say about Hamvention. That was like the 
the first cool thing that happened to us, Joe just kind of stepped out there and saved our lives for like, you know, not knowing what else to say there. It was like, we don't want to stand in the mud all weekend. What are we going to do? And Joe was like, Hey, why don't we share? And we did. It was great. Thank you again, Joe. Appreciate that, man. So we spent the weekend there in Xenia. You heard Chris and I talking a lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings, but honestly, it was worth it. It was so worth it when a couple from Texas comes up and they're like, Oh, we love your show. Your show is so awesome. You see her the next day walking around and she's got her ham radio 360 shirt on now i can't remember their name but i know they're from texas and if i see them next year i'm sure i'll recognize them that happened a lot this year it was so cool to see so many faces of guys who i remember seeing last year and uh what i can't remember his name of course but his face he had on overalls last year he came back this year and he said you don't remember me and i said yes sir i do you wore overalls last year and you had never heard of my show. And he said, well, I still hadn't listened to it. <laughs> but he had his wife with him. And I, I encouraged her to, to make him listen since he was going to bother me two years in a row. It was great to catch up with him, man. So many people. I mean, it was people from all over the country that I got to hang out with last year. Remembered their faces. You know, one of the things that kind of shocked me and maybe it's a Facebook, Twitter thing. I don't really keep up with people's call signs. Maybe it's just a Kel thing, but I remember their names, like my buddy Freddie, who came by a couple of times, and Janet's probably going to wind up getting her new Escalade out of this, or Tahoe, whichever one it was. But uh, he, he actually upgraded to his extra at Hamvention. Now, how cool is that? Because I remember last year, Freddie was a brand new ham. He's a trucker ham, like my buddy James. And it was so cool to get to see him and Janet again and just kind of catch up. John Jacobs out there, he was still in the tent, right, from comms to go. And his dad, his dad's actually going to come on the show and going to do a show about fox hunting. There were so many connections made. The Arden booth, you've already heard us talk about that. And, and getting to catch up with Ray from ICOM and, of course, Main Trading Company, our friends at Linux and the Ham Shack podcast, that was a lot of fun. And there'll be a link again in the show notes if you haven't heard that yet. You know, there were some people that I missed. I know they were there, and I didn't get to see them. I wanted to see them, and it just didn't happen. And that happens. It's such a large venue. There's so many people. People come by when we're busy, and they don't get back by. Maybe they miss the forum and whatever. Anyway, it was a great experience. I can't say that it was like the best ever, but I think it was better than last year. And it wasn't necessarily because there were, you know, more people come by the booth. It was just to me as a vendor, I guess you would call me there in a booth. It was a much better experience than last year. Of course, there was no air conditioning, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a ham fest. So take it for what it's worth. You know, if you want to come next year, we'd love to see you. I have every intention in the world and being there. And I'm really excited about it. Got another show. Ooh, can I say this yet? We're working out the details of coming up with another program for you. It's not a podcast. It's not a workbench show. It's not a 360 show. It's a different show. And we're going to be talking about that in the coming weeks, I'm betting. So just kind of keep your ear to the ground on that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, the Podfather, Adam Curry, you've heard us talk about him before, Kilo 5 Alpha Charlie Charlie. He has developed a new podcasting device, which I am uh, working to figure out a way to pay for. If you guys are your patrons, thank you very much. You're already helping me. And if you'd like more information on that, you can click on the big P on the website in the sidebar. That's where you can help out with the program. What I'm doing is I'm going to uh, fund this purchase to help here in the shack, if you will, 
to make podcasting easier. It's a new device that's a smart podcasting device, and Kel needs all the smart things around him he can get, as you know. So <laughs> leave that there. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check out the technology. It's really cool. Made in America, developed in America, and the Podfather himself has has put this thing out there. He's kickstarted it. It's going to be a lot of fun to see if it uh, see what happens with it. So what else do we have? Uh, I am at home. It's been really hot, and it's summertime. The KX2 is ready to go. Like I said, we're prepping the potential of launching another program. Hamvention was awesome. So cool to catch up with everybody. I'm going back next year. I think it was a success. Thank you to Dara and the citizens of Xenia. They pulled off a tremendous, tremendous feat, which I really didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. I'll just be very straight with you. So I'm glad it did. I'm glad it was a success. So cool to see everybody. Really awesome to catch up and meet new friends as well. So if you, if you've got a ham fest happening around you, let me encourage you to go. It may not be, you know, the hamvention, but there's a lot of people there that may have something for you. You actually may have something for someone and don't just say, well, I'm just me. You know, I'm just a brand new ham. I really don't know everything. Chris was a brand new ham. He felt really out of place for the first couple of hours, but he realized that not everybody knows everything. Not everybody is a celebrity. Not everybody is someone, you know, who's creating content or a big manufacturer representative. Everybody's there for the love of the hobby. And he came home with a new exuberance for the hobby. And that's really what ham fest are for. So if you've got a small ham fest, if you've got a big one happening around you, don't miss them and go. And listen, before I, before I get out of here, i got to remind you, if you go to our website, hamradio360.com, and you click on the links tab at the top, L-I-N-K-S, when that opens up, that's going to show you everybody that I'm aware of that's creating content for amateur radio. Now, you may not like this show, and you may not like another but there's a lot of them out there. So don't think that it's just me, or if it's just Gary, or if it's just Jason or it's just Bob. There's so many of us creating this stuff and it's right there online on the hamradio360.com website. They're almost in alphabetical order, kind of. So just find you something. Give it a listen. I mean, there's enough there that you could listen to two or three shows a day every day of the week and you would never run out of ham radio stuff. So I just want to give a shout out to all my content creators. Thank you guys and gals for doing what you do. I know it's not easy. You know it's not easy. And we're going to keep doing this thing because I honestly believe that if we keep working together, we can work this thing out to grow the hobby. And if we're not doing it for that reason, I think we may be doing it for the wrong reason. That's just Kel's opinion. So again, check it out. Hamradio360.com forward slash links, I think. Or you can just click the links tab. I don't have the computer in here in front of me, so sorry. Anyway, it's there. And check it out. It's really cool. It's got everybody's listed. Click them. Find out if you like them or not. Tell them that I sent you. And uh, anyway, I appreciate it. Julia, thank you again. It was so cool to meet Julia face-to-face. She's one of our Twitter friends. And she brought us the coolest little wooden box with a handwritten thank you note in it, which is awesome, by the way. And to top it all off, it was full of, yeah, chocolate. So that's really hard to beat. So many friends and faces that were familiar and, and hugs and high fives and fist bumps and all of those things from Arizona to the other side of the world. Thank you guys all for coming in. Everyone was awesome. So great to see you. 
and, and I'm going to stop. This may be long. It may be short, but I'm out of here, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next time. Until then, 73, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Ham Radio 360 podcast, brought to you by Maine Trading Company, Paris, Texas, and by Elecraft.com, hands-on ham radio. To learn more about the show, visit our website, hamradio360.com. 73s, y'all.